the eight growth KPIs that actually matter. Well, if you're working in software and driving product to growth, then your life is pretty much a combination of metrics, measurement, and Excel sheets in between multiple Zoom calls. At least that's how you know the situation is like today. And for me, the rabbit hole to get lost from starting with a simple data point into complex oceans of Excel pivots is extremely tempting. I mean, it's like Wikipedia or YouTube, you know, you start somewhere and one hour later you're researching the history of Moulin Rouge and then you're checking on McGregor's, you know, bike ride across South America. The internet is pretty amazing, isn't it? Um, anyway, so back to data and here's the thing. I've often wondered with all this data and the obsession around it, how much do we actually use to make actionable decisions? Sure, a lot of it gets, you know, used on business reviews and team meetings. But seldom have I seen all this data being actually used very effectively with clear outlines on what the change it needs to drive. Ultimately, in all the excitement of analysis, there are so many fault lines that appear that strategy is born, but driving that strategy becomes incredibly difficult because most people do not know what to do with all this data and how to use it effectively. And now, thankfully, this doesn't affect larger established companies that easily. They have a run rate engine which keeps chugging, delivering a repeatable business. But for small businesses, for businesses that are just breaking out, this analysis is so critical. But the problem is that you're one person. You're the CEO and you're the janitor. So how many data matrices can you actually care about? And which ones actually matter? So after many years of uh, you know intellectual thinking, debates, discussions and experience, I think I have a simple collection of eight. These eight, according to me, give a very clear idea of the business, the growth, the profitability, the cash flow, and the red flags that need immediate fixing. So take a sip of your coffee and let's dive in. The first thing that I'm going to talk about is churn rate. Now churn rate is a classic API because it's at the core of understanding various aspects of your business. SaaS monthly recurring revenue MRR churn is the most important version of churn, but you can also measure logo that is customer churn. Any sort of churn helps you understand if your SaaS product is providing value for your customers, whether it's priced fairly, if you're targeting the right market segments, the personas, and so on. And so how do you calculate it? To calculate MRR churn or the percentage of revenue that has churned, just take MRR at the beginning of the month and then divide that number by the MRR you lost that month from downgrades or customers leaving. Then multiply that number by 100 and you'll have your MRR churn rate. Calculating your logo churn is also pretty simple. Take the number of customers you acquired in a year, see how many remain customers the next year. Ideally, you would monitor this on a monthly cohort basis or even weekly if you're selling at high volumes. Far too many SaaS businesses overlook churn in favor of more sophisticated or derivative metrics, but that just creates more presentations with semantic data. At the end of the day, there's nothing more important to a SaaS company than its ability to retain existing customers while acquiring new ones. Next up, annual growth rate. We all know annual recurring revenue or ARR, but the annual growth rate of it is another classic. And you would think this was a no-brainer. But we often get you know, so wrapped up in the minutiae of the drivers of ARR that we forget to take a step back and look at the overall big picture. Well, to calculate the ARR the right way, just take MRR and add MRR from new customers for the month and then add MRR change gained from expansion for the month. Then deduct all MRR from downgrades and churn 
multiply that by 12 and you have your ARR. Keep in mind though that while this metric says annual, it is best tracked on a monthly basis as accounts are added and subtracted monthly. When you take ARR from last year, take January 19 and compare it against January 2020, the growth rate between these two numbers is actually your annual growth rate. AGR, which is based on ARR, gives a very clear and realistic indication if the company is actually growing. Which brings me to the third metric, which is natural growth rate. Now this is kind of a new one and it can have another name, which is organic growth. Natural rate of growth is a SaaS metric, which is kind of critical for today's SaaS products, especially ones that are heavily product-led. So what is it? The intent of NRG is to peel back the layers of your business like paid marketing and sales to understand what the true impact of your product is around driving organic growth. NRG, in short, is the answer to the question that if no one from sales and marketing did any work, how much would the company still grow? Pretty cool, right? Uh, it's a very clear indication on how much your product can grow uh, based on how it's built, the growth loops, the drivers, the references, the reference it drives. Uh, it's, it's a very powerful metric for product-led companies. So how do you calculate NRG? You can calculate your NRG by multiplying your annual growth rate by the percentage of product signups that are from organic channels. Now organic channels are any channel that you don't have to pay for. Finally, multiply that figure by the percentage of your ARR where the account started in your product like it could have been a free trial or maybe it was a freemium version and then you have a very clear idea. And so now if you're talking so much about growth, uh, can dollars be far behind? So this brings me to the next important metric which is net dollar retention or NDR. Now NDR or net dollar retention sounds like churn at a topical level but it's an indicator of a lot more going on under the hood of your business. NDR answers the question what is the dollar value of cumulative MRR that I earned today worth over time? Tracking NDR isn't as challenging as it would seem. The formula is starting MRR plus expansion minus downgrades minus churn divided by starting MRR. If the result of this calculation is over 100% for your company, then good for you, it's amazing. And that means you've got net negative churn, which is incredible and that your product is doing a great job expanding within existing accounts, which is what you want. You want to grow organically from within the accounts who are your most passionate believers. If the result is less than 100%, it means that you have a leaky bucket issue, which means that you're basically acquiring new customers, which is often costly, in order to disguise churn and keep top line growth up. Now this is inefficient growth and it ends up backfiring sooner or later. So work across your team to understand your NDR. It should be on everyone's mind as NDR builds a solid foundation for your business to weather any downturn, especially when you have top funnel inefficiency. So now let's get deeper into the world of cash flows and reserves. The next important metric is cash burn rate. Now this metric isn't exclusive to SaaS companies or even in tech, but monitoring it is critical. Cash burn rate basically measures the capital that the company burns on a monthly basis to keep the lights on. Your cash burn rate depends on quite a number of factors like uh, your business location, your go-to-market, are you sales-led, are you product-led? 
At the end of the day, while growth is key, building an enduring business requires cash efficiency. Cash is king and your burn should be up front and center when reviewing your key performance metrics with the rest of your executive team. At any time, you should have between 18 to 24 months of runway for your cash to burn out. Now that we've touched on cash, let's talk a bit on costs. So metric number six from a priority standpoint would be customer acquisition cost or CAC. So like burn rate, this metric isn't exclusive to SaaS companies, but it's absolutely critical to monitor. Customer acquisition cost or CAC measures the cash that a SaaS company burns to acquire new customers and then indicates how long it will take the company to recoup this initial investment used to capture these customers. Consequently, uh, SaaS companies can use this metric to determine whether they can afford to boost sales and marketing spending or whether they should be cutting back. So to calculate CAC, take the gross margin of annualized new revenue from a given quarter and divide it by sales and marketing costs from the previous quarter. You should also take out the management fees, the account management fees. The rationale here is that new revenue from sales and marketing spending is not realized until approximately three months later due to the customer ramp up period. So ultimately, CAC speaks to a company's economic viability and efficiency, particularly when it's compared to the next KPI on the list, which is the holy grail of all SaaS metrics monthly recurring revenue or MRR. Now, growing software companies tend to concentrate on bookings and revenue numbers and lose sight of their secured monthly revenue flow. Monthly recurring revenue MRR is simply a powerful metric that tracks new sales, upsells, renewals and churn on a monthly basis. So how do you calculate it? Uh, calculate the total revenue generated by all customers during the month. Determine the average monthly amount paid by all customers multiply the average by the total number of customers. MRR keeps SaaS companies focused on the present and allows them to track the momentum of the business as it grows. Furthermore, tracking MRR can keep a SaaS company's uh, management team from falling into the trap of obsessing over long-term contractually booked sales. Just remember though that there is a difference between MRR and bookings. If a customer is paying monthly, then that amount gets counted as MRR. But if the same customer pays the annual subscription amount, then that becomes amortized MRR over a period of one year. That actually becomes bookings. So you have to separate these accounts to pay you for the full year to get actual MRR readings. And finally, the the all and end all of all business metrics, which is cash. It may seem like an overtly simple KPI, but cash is one of the most important performance indicators for SaaS businesses. Why? Because the nature of SaaS is that it takes significant working capital and initial resources to come up with a good product and the repayment on that investment occurs over a long period of time. Therefore, SaaS founders must be very aware of and vigilant with their cash reserves. If they fail to do that and end up overspending, the company may require outside financing simply to survive. This is the one metric that tells you when to bootstrap and when you need to get those VC pitch decks polished and spiffed. So there you have it, the eight key metrics to measure growth in a simple manner. That's it for today. See you on the next one.